Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Live! From Phoenix, Arizona, in the Biltmore area, it's 1230 on Monday, December 13th. December 13th. Yes, it is. December 13th. And we're here in Phoenix, Arizona, to attend tonight's Cardinals-Rams Monday night football game. And because this traveling road show has no... uh, Well, we have no what? We We get no days off. We get no days off. We're here for you, even in Phoenix. Okay, so on our end, we're going to talk about today the chip shortage update. That being said, obviously, like new location, it yeah. looks like the Wi-Fi might be a little spotty. So let us let us know in the chat. We're doing the best that we can here. We're going to give it an update, a given update on the chip shortage front. Pops, there's a lot of good news on that end. Before we do, however, let's take a quick peek at the chat. NPEG is here with us. He says, my local Ford dealership had a completely full lot of new cars for the first time since May. They claim to be the largest Ford dealership east of the Mississippi. Shortages may very well be over. That's great to hear. Well, you know, on some of the things that I read today, yes, that Ford is one of the few manufacturers that, or the only manufacturer at the moment that that actually has more than a month's supply of cars available, cars and trucks, and it's uh, mostly trucks. Yep, yep. And we have that data back on the website as yes. well, joinyaa.com. Melissa is here with us, which we really appreciate. Yes. Yeah, sorry about the 1230 start. We just we weren't sure when we were going to get into the office space. It was, it was a little rough. We, little we didn't even know we had office space. What are you kidding? <laughs> Jeannie, sorry we missed you. Yeah. Uh, Jay Nagami, Mario's here with us. John's here. Belinda wants to know where she can get a free vehicle. Uh, I I know you can get a free vaccine, but I don't know where you can get a free vehicle. <laughs> Jordan's here with us. Phil's here. We appreciate it. Arturo as well. Javid, Igor. Good to see everyone. Okay, so again, Wi-Fi seems on our end to be a little spotty. We'll do the best that we can. Let us know in the chat. If it's unbearable, we'll call the show early. But Pops, let's kick things off with the latest news, the latest data. Let me share my screen here. Also, by the way, our uh, car search is now live. Join Look at that. that. We can get a base R8 2009. Only 12 years old. Only 12 years old. Only 12 years old. And let's see here. Let's see here. Data services are temporarily unavailable. Yeah. Check back later, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, maybe they're not live. I don't know. Resources. I'm going to the blog. (laughs) And let's find the latest chip update. You You know, to suggest that we're a work in process or work in progress. We are. Here we go, Pop. So this I updated just this morning. We got the latest data from Auto Forecast Solutions on this page every single week since September 13th. We've been updating what the total expected number of vehicles lost to production will be because of the chip shortage. Yes. Started back then. Well, it started at zero. And now it's at, it was at 9,436,000. Last week, the yes. total projection went up about 40,000 units, yes. 40,000 units of inventory to 11,323,000. Uh, this week, 11,325,000. The Only number went up 1,200 vehicles nationwide, globally. And, and, the, and the really good news is that, that for North America, 
um, the number actually went down. So they revised their projection in the downward trend. Yeah. Last week was 897 units in North America. This week was 2,414. More than are going to be built than had originally been intended to be built. So week. the expectation is that we're we're kind of like at are we at the end of the chip shortage? No, we're not necessarily at the end of the chip shortage, but I think we're at the apex. We're at the apex. Yes, I, I, yes, I, I, I. That would be my suspicion. We have reached the top of the mountain, and uh, on this roller coaster ride of chips and, mm -hmm. and supply chain issues, and I think we're about to to start going down on the roller coaster. Is what it appears to me over the last few weeks. Yeah, and I mean it's the holiday season. We want to have good news to share. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like this is actually some good news. The sanity clause is going to be able to make it around the world. Look at Igor, though. No, not even close, Zach. So, I mean, Igor's obviously talking to reps back at, at the OEMs and things like that. But it seems like from the data we get our hands on, it's like you said, we've hit a peak, it seems. I, I believe we hit the peak. That that doesn't mean that, that the chip shortage... It's not going to be that V-shaped recovery. No, no, no. I, I mean, and one of the reasons you can say that is, you know, we were also looking at some inventory data. Yeah, I can and, pull that and, up. And, and, the midpoint of November, um, Cox was estimating that there were 958,000 new vehicles in dealer inventories across the country, which was uh, down slightly from October, up slightly from September. Yeah. But having said that, they were a year ago, the inventory level was about two and a half million vehicles in dealership inventory and two years ago uh the last quasi normal year it was about 3.7 million vehicles in inventory so the fact that there's less than a million um even if the chip shortage has hit its apex yeah um it's not to the point where there's just this vast excess of chips and uh, all the supply chain issues have been resolved so that they can suddenly start building millions and millions and millions of more cars. Plus, you know, a lot of the manufacturers are determining that they don't want to build millions and millions and millions of more cars. So I, I, I think the chip shortage is mitigated slightly, but we're not going to see any dramatic increase in inventory levels that'll get anywhere close to what it was in 2019 or even 2020 and for quite some time. What's your expectation? Do you think we'll ever get back to inventory levels? Like I that? don't think we'll ever see the inventory levels that we saw in 2019. Yeah. I think we, we at best might be able to see the inventory levels that we, that we saw in 2020. Um, you know, and that was, I mean, we have that data. Pops. Yeah, and that was, that was really still 1.2 million vehicles less in inventory than in 2019. I mean, inventory levels right now nationwide are down 65% November over November. And it's really neat, this data that we have. This is back on the which states have the most and least new car inventory page on the YA website. Sales, actually, though, are only down 14%. Mm -hmm. Look at New Mexico. Sales, car sales year over year from November are actually up significantly in New Mexico. Because remember, we were going through the pandemic in November of last year. Like that was in full force. And, and was I remember a very different driving time. through New Mexico uh, this time last year. Yeah, we did. We did like our cross-country like road a few, trip. A, a few days earlier than this. Yep. And yeah, New Mexico was devastated with the uh, COVID issues. And uh, The reason I bring this up, though, is like inventory levels now have been at one-third 
of what they've traditionally been yes. for well over a year. And automakers and dealers have found ways to make more profit than ever before. There was an article actually in Automotive News. I don't have it queued up, but it was saying the only pl- the only player in the supply chain who has struggled yeah. as a result of what's going on are the parts suppliers. Everyone else has been over the moon with how how uh, great how things have been. Worked out. <laughs> so why would you ever expect things to go back to the way they were before? We don't. That being said, NPEG brings up a really good point here. I think the values that dealerships will pay for your car will drop now, not necessarily what they sell them for, just what they pay for them. Then slowly the retail used car prices will decline. We talked about it on Saturday night's live stream, our expectation that car prices next year are going to continue to go up. It does make you wonder how this is going to affect used car pricing, because if there are if there is a mitigation of the chip shortage and ultimately the car shortage, do you end up with used car prices coming back to reality? The question mark there is, will automakers even produce enough cars or will they, quote, are, you know, continue to artificially suppress supply? And, and, and one of the major players in used car prices, wholesale prices, have been the rental car companies. And that's not going to change for, for any time soon. And the reason I say that is, even if there are more chips available, the manufacturers are going to take what available chips they have, and they're going to allocate those chips to their to their high profit margin vehicles. Yeah, we've seen that all throughout the shortage. Yes, and they're going to continue to make vehicles for consumers as opposed to the lower profit vehicles that they make for the rental car companies. Yeah. So if rental car companies can't can't replace their fleets with new yeah. vehicles, and it doesn't appear as if they'll be able to for quite some time, then they're going to continue to to uh, bid up the prices on one and two-year-old lower mileage pre-owned cars, which will impact the values that dealers have to pay when they're when they're bidding against Hertz and Avis and Budget and Enterprise and all the others. Um, so I... I I, I suspect that prices will continue to go up, even on the on the used car side, for the near term. And the near term could be the first quarter, maybe the first half of 2022. And then likely, honestly, retail used car prices will stay inflated for much longer because dealerships aren't going to want to take the loss on having overpaid at the auction for something that... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So retail used car prices will probably and Jordan I think hits it pretty well here. Carvana sets the price a little bit. They do. To they have so much degree, capital yes. that they can they can drive and move yes. the prices around. You they know, at can. a certain point, they're going to have to use some of that capital to pay all the fines uh, for all their uh, all their uh, business practices that have created issues for their customers. Tatsu with a great point here. It's also possible that most cars are now factory ordered and the remaining inventory is unsellable. I don't know if they're unsellable. That being said, they're however, just less desirable. And there are a heck of a lot of vehicles that are factory orders that have oh, yeah. not been delivered. I mean, we hear the stories day in and day out. Cars that were ordered back in April, May, June, July, August that are just getting scheduled for deliveries now into January, into February. And so there will be an onslaught of vehicles. It's just, will it be like a faucet that gets turned on and turned off or will it be a slow drip? We think it's going to be more the drip. Yeah, I believe it's, I mean, even Ford that had, that had all those trucks that were built that needed chips. Um, and, and at one point they were thinking, well, they'd send the, the vehicles to the dealers. Which and, Jim Farley was interviewed and he even said, yeah, we it's haven't still rolled on, that out. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. It's still on the table. Uh, they don't necessarily anticipate doing it, but they also don't anticipate having this backlog of trucks 
um, all completed and shipped to the dealers until the first quarter of next year. And they just capped, what was it? What's the vehicle that they capped it at 200,000? I forget. Um, the Ma- Not the Maverick. Um, what's the one? The Lightning? The Lightning. Yep, they just capped it. They said they're not going to make more than 200,000. And they also pushed or postponing uh, production of, I forget what the heck it was, at one of their plants in lieu, or to, to be able to support producing more Lightning. So it's like... Everyone's still got their their challenges. Igor says, and and there were two vehicles that they pushed back from from coming out in twenty late twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three into twenty twenty four. Yeah. So, Igor says testing equipment for chip quality control is missing, and staff at car factories aren't trained and understaffed. That's probably right. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Um, let's well, see. He's, here. He he still has the years of of those. Wow, who... Igor, are you saying trucks are getting scrapped? I'd be very like surprised if that's actually what's happening. But if wow. you've got sources on that, that's that's super interesting. Well, you know, at a certain point, if huh. they if they've been sitting in the fields for nine or ten months, the the issues that will have developed in those from field mice and things like I mean, for whatever mice love wiring systems. I do too. Uh, That was one of the things your mother and I were amazed by when you were little. Um, But mice absolutely love wiring systems. And so if you have all these trucks sitting out in fields or wherever, and there's mice around, um, yeah, you might be able to put the chips in them. But once you put the chips in them, then you have to put uh, new wiring harnesses in them. At a certain point, you just go, you know what, let's just write them off. Let's just send them to to the scrapyard and be done with them. so you yeah, wouldn't be surprised if that's happening. I, you know, at a certain point, they they have to realize that that the issues in these vehicles that have been sitting are not worth the cost it's going to take to uh, to remediate moisture damage. That's another good point. Yeah. yeah, no, you guys are right. That being said, let's say a um like a twenty. So all the model years are going to get so confusing next year. Yes. Let's say it's a a pandemic twenty twenty one. Yes. That was sitting in a field. What's yeah. your way as a customer to know that? Well, you'd have to look at the uh, at the production plate on the inside the door jam, which will tell you the month and the year that the vehicle was produced. So, if you're looking at a 2021, and let's say, just for argument's sake, that it was produced in January of 2020, and now it's available on the dealer's lot, so it sat around probably for. 11 months before it got completed and got shipped to the dealer. So between flat spots in the tires, uh, potential wiring issues, moisture issues, I mean, there's God only knows, um, you know, all all the, but, but at a certain point, yeah, you know, they, they'll look at this and they'll go, it just makes more sense to, to, to turn it into rubble. Let's switch gears here, Pop. So again, chip shortage news, generally positive. Yeah, Inventory yeah. news is going to take some time. Yeah. that's that. There's two parts to that story, as with everything. This is the uh, headline on automotive news this morning. It's also the headline over on jalopnik.com, yeah. a, a popular um, automotive website. Automakers see gold in over-the-air software upgrades. This is what we talked about a little bit last week, Pops. Let's dive yes. into it again. We also had a YAA community member send us this from The Drive. Yeah. This came out just last week. Toyota made its key fob remote start into a subscription service. So Toyota's already doing it. Yes. Um, 
what's your take on this? I know we've talked about it a bit. Then let's dive into the article. And actually, let me just tee it up with this. GM says it's going to be a $25 billion a year business unit by 2030. Stellantis thinks it's a $23 billion a year business unit by 2030. This is where they expect to make a heck of a lot of money. Yeah, they're not necessarily expecting to make the money selling the cars anymore. They're expecting to be able to pad their corporate profits with software subscriptions. And, uh, and that is, is, I guess, what they're looking at is their lifeblood going into the future. Um, you won't have to sell as many cars. Yep. You won't have to produce as many cars and trucks. You'll just have to keep coming up with these software updates that you'll be able to sell to those who have purchased your cars and trucks. And so the business model will change to where they want to be more of a software company than necessarily a manufacturer of vehicles. Let's run through bits and pieces of this article here and, and go to the community for some chat as well on this. So, so here it is right here. Whoops. We intend to deepen the emotional bond between our customers and the brands they love, said uh, Stellantis's head of their software business. If the... <laughs> Get out, come on, hang tight. If the past was about increasing margins by moving customers north in hardware and trim levels, our future is about offering customers software-based services. Okay, I don't want to say anything bad about Mamatha. They, he or she, it's a she. She may be at NADA, and we got to be careful because yeah, we might. Yeah, well, I'm not good, but we. I don't want to get blackballed no, out of no, NADA. No, but we intend to deepen the emotional bond. Yeah, like this. Like touch me. That was weak. No, like. Yeah. The emotional bond between human and car. Ah, yes. Oh, my life will be complete unless my Stellantis has subscription software that's updated. <laughs> oh, I can't live unless my Stellantis automobile can, I don't know, prepare a cup of coffee for me before I get to the door. What? 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 Let me say it. What? Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. The emotional bond between man and the automobile. Get that. Get out of here. I mean, you've, you've, you've experienced a lot. Like when you were at Mini, they always tried to pitch you on, you know, fun ways to think about the brand. Yeah, but the emotional bond. The, oh, my God. I can't believe my Stellantis automobile died. Oh, my <laughs> How am I to go on? Kimberly brings up a really good point. Keep in mind, software is not covered by extended warranties. Yeah, there's a heck of a lot to unearth and learn about there. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. A guest in the house. Oh, my God. <laughs> James, James, James is James here. James is in the house. James, get, get James in there. Yeah, come on, get in there. So, everybody. Is, yeah. <laughs> that is James, everybody. Um, so, yes, software. That's Kimberly's point here. Yes. Software isn't covered by the extended warranties. Well, that's like a really good point. What's going to happen to all the insurance products that are sold around cars? It's going to look totally different in this future model. Also, Kimberly says hi. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but let's keep going here in the article, Debbie, because it's really fascinating, honestly. What's really fascinating for James now is he gets to actually witness this. Yeah, he usually person. just edits this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes. man. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the article points out here, this is Tesla's model. So if you want to yes. pass blame to anyone, which we're not necessarily assigning blame here, it's just this is Tesla. 
Just this is the model that they figured out that not only they, they they didn't anticipate becoming profitable because of the number of cars they built and sold. They anticipated becoming profitable because of the software upgrades and updates that they could sell to their customers. Let me let me read this. Pops. They also have watched technology companies such as Apple use connectivity connectivity to produce recurring revenue streams and make customers fiercely brand loyal. Do you yeah. think the reason people love Apple is because they subscribe to their stuff? No, it's because of the design, the feel, like right, like thing there. It's not because like they recurringly take money from me. That to me is really off base. Stellantis says the software and services market is eager to tap. Uh, it's eager to tap will amount to two hundred and twenty-five billion dollars by 2030, and doing so will produce the sizable margins that tech companies enjoy. Apple's 29% operating margin in the third quarter is nearly triple the 10% that Stellantis projects for 2021. The way that these companies are now, these automakers are starting to talk about themselves, Dad, this leads me back to a conversation we have all the time. I think the end of the franchise car dealership model is here sooner rather than later because they want to be valued like Apple and like Tesla. And what do you, does Apple have franchise dealerships? No. Does Tesla have franchise dealerships? No. What do they sell? They sell software. They sell oh, stuff. Oh, we did see a Tesla dealership yesterday. It, we're literally, our hotel is right across the street from a Tesla center. But still, yeah. like yeah. all the ways that they're talking about their businesses are just trying to be, I want to be valued like Tesla and Apple. And that's what we're seeing here. Yeah, they want to become software companies. They, 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 they're they, car companies, damn they, it. Yeah, but but they don't want to be car companies anymore because they just said it. 10% operating margin versus a 29% operating margin. I don't know. Yeah, we'd like to be in the car business, but we only really want to be in the car business if we can figure out how to get that operating um, margin to, to 30% like Apple has it. I mean, we want to be freaking valued like Apple, but it's not like we're just going to... Like, we do? They're a trillion dollar... They're like a... Two Multi-trillion. Right, three trillion, share. I believe. Three trillions? I believe. Is it trillion or trillions? Mm -hmm. Apple stock price. They're a three trillion dollar... That's what I said! <laughs> <laughs> let's see, Tesla... <laughs> Oh, wait, I, let's see. Yeah. Tesla's Tesla's no longer a trillion dollar company. Yeah, but they're yeah, close. they've had a bad day. <laughs> Stellantis is what a 50, 50 billion one, yeah. euro. Uh, so whatever that converts to. Yeah. Ford eighty one. Yeah. Let's just do one more for for fun here. Toyota two hundred eighty five, and Toyota is the one to talk about next, pops. Yes, they're starting. Yeah, they're seeing some other players like in the luxury yeah. space. BMW's done it. Yeah, Mercedes-Benz has done it. Tesla's yeah. done it. Yeah, this is coming to the mass market. This yeah. is not going to be exclusive to your expensive cars. Quite frankly, and we started to have this conversation a little bit on Saturday night. Here it is. Toyota's the first company to charge for full use of your physical key fob, either eight dollars a month or eighty dollars a year. Wow. We started talking about this, and I made some jokes about it on Saturday night, and I'm not yeah. going to joke about it here. This yeah. is literally the model where you subsidize the purchase of something you need to then make the money on the recurring piece. We talked about uh, razor blades. You know, the, yes. the reason Gillette is a really profitable business, the reason they bought Dollar Shave Club, remember that? Super profitable business because you yeah. get someone you get someone to get the handle, and then yes. they need the blades. Yes. Now they're going to subsidize getting people into cars yeah. and then charge you for everything else. Yes. And it's not going to be just for Teslas. It's going to be for Toyotas. Well, that, that, yeah, if you, want the full, if you want the full functionality of that key fob. And the emotional connection to that key fob. Well, the bond. 
the emotional bond between you and your Toyota key fob. Let's read Justin's comment here. On a sustainability note, at least software upgrades over the air means the auto industry is steering away from the replace your device every two years path that phone makers have taken. Imagine that with cars. That's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. I think the capitalization of that is what concerns us. Cars have, especially in the United States, if you live not in an urban area, how do you get around? Um, you know, and, and your international harvester tractor. You <laughs> drive a car. I don't know. You yeah. drive a car. No, no, you don't. You drive a pickup. You drive a truck. <laughs> yeah. And if your yeah. truck now is going to be super cheap, you, you actually want to drive it. If you it, live in a rural area. Subscribe okay. to your truck. Let Tell me, me how finish. that's going to work If you in live Kansas. in a rural area yeah. and you drive a car, your neighbors are looking at you like there is something <laughs> wrong with these people. Convince me that you've sold cars for 40 years. Yeah. Tell me the pitch to someone when you're like subscribe to your truck in Oklahoma. Oh, the really good news is <laughs> this truck's free. <laughs> no, well, you know, the truck, the, the, the good news is, is that you'll be able to, to subscribe to the, to the things that you only want to use. Mm. You're not going to be forced like, like bundling on cable. To have to buy two hundred dollars worth of cable per month when you only when you only use forty dollars worth of cable per month, you'll be able to to pick and choose exactly what it is that you want to to have it work in your truck. It's, it'll be he's convincing. For he's you. convincing. It'll be. I mean, where else do you have a freedom of choice like that? <laughs> you know what? The Chinese restaurant. One from column A and two from column B. I mean, that's what this is. This is like a Chinese buffet. At your at your local China palace. Here we go. Uh, just wait till the auto companies pull from the rest of Apple's playbook and use OTA updates to diminish vehicle performance and capabilities in the name of just trying to help the consumer. There's another concern. Well, how, how about how about when when it becomes a pre-owned car and somebody wants to buy it and then they have to pay to get all the stuff that's already built into the car, so they get to keep charging. Forever and ever and ever. And we've seen more and more of automakers, because Tesla started this. Yeah. Hi, Luis. Um, we've seen Tesla start this. They're going into the insurance business, too. Okay. So not only will you subscribe to you'll buy the car from them. Yeah. You'll subscribe to your car through them to get functionality. Then you'll get your insurance through them. Uh, you know, we should go into the insurance business, and we should call it, yeah, buddy, insurance. You're covered. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah, buddy, you're always covered. You know why? Because we're here to take care of you. Nobody takes care of you quite like, yeah, buddy. You could literally <laughs> sell anything. All right, final <laughs> note for today's show. Join YAA.com slash cars. You won't see it. We have an updated homepage and everything launching. I think it's on Thursday of this week. We're going to do it. So many people gave us so much support and so much help. If you just do what I just did right there, slash cars. Yeah. You can then use our search engine to find all the cars in your area. I think it's working. We hope it's let's working. let's click on a different one. We tried the Audi before that didn't work. James, what do you what do you name a car? Let's do this seven series. No, I just asked James. We're engaging in the show. This is like a call in, but any car in any car. Any car. Uh, let's do Acura RDX. Acura. See, I type in Acura and then it becomes in RDX. We're gonna just to show. We'll do. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do single owner. Acura Ooh. RDXs. Does that mean? Does that mean the person who owned the car is not married? Dad, I don't know. I don't know. Why do you ask me the tough <laughs> questions live? So then I'm going to click on one. I mean, how do they know if the person's married or See, not? See, we got everything. We got the photos. <laughs> we got the photos. You want our four-step buying guide? I do. 
It's right here. Just going to make sure you have an account. I have an account, so it should log. Okay, I got to sign in. Obnoxious, I guess. Yeah. Right, my God. Did in. you cut down some of the click-throughs? See, we, got a, we have our four-step buying guide right here. Yeah. Research market conditions with the videos. You want our email templates? I do. They're right here. You got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. Who wrote this stuff? Like the whole team, like a very involved team that you know each of them. I so anyway, it's all available to you right here. We encourage you to give our vehicle search a try. We also have the total price here, which we're really proud of. So you can actually see what the advertised price is, plus what taxes in your state, title registration, doc fees. Wait, that's not even close. Registration fees. It's, so it's we a went through. Tax. We it's went a through. Tax we in, went through a yes. long process of capturing yes. feedback, and you, you got to tell us that stuff. So I you're only, telling us right now. That's yeah, I'm good. telling Thank you. The, the registration you. fees are more than $10 in the state of Arizona. Do you Arizona. think they're getting bundled uh, into can, the May sales? I say something? James, who is here, can verify that the cost of the registration for his vehicle is hundreds of dollars per year. It does go down every year because it's the, it, it depreciates off the original MSRP. Kimberly's, the Kimberly's here. You can see what the extended warranty would cost. So, so um, it's called a loo tax. In uh, Mario's here, you can yeah, see the price yeah. history. And you know why they call it a loo tax? I'm not listening. Yeah, to you. in lieu of a registration fee, we're going to tax <laughs> you way more. <laughs> you can see how many of the same vehicle are available down here. Mario's coaching you through this. Yeah. What the day's supply is? How many have sold in the wow. last 45 days? And then you can see similar vehicles as well down here. And of course, all the seller details. You know, uh, well. is there any from Acura North Scottsdale? Um, just curious. Since that's kind of cool. Could, like we don't have. I used to, used to be the sales manager that's or the new car manager there let me see i'll do a 25 mile radius mm. oh a penske store yeah yeah no this one is from acura north no, bmw, BMW north, scottsdale. north scottsdale it's a used one yeah. well, why didn't they sell it to the acura store i don't know dad anyway join yaa.com slash cards we appreciate everyone that gives that a try share your feedback with us as well yes um and we've got igor saying people are asking for yaz membership gift card so they can use it as a gift to gift to other people i think it would be a great stocking stuffer once i get stockings uh, <laughs> we're working on it you Igor. know when you're 70 you do get support hose it's a different okay, we're gonna end the broadcast <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for being here we'll we'll i think we'll go live again tomorrow we'll figure out where we're doing it and then wednesday is a special tomorrow is going tomorrow we'll figure it out we'll, we'll see well, well well we have we a... can go to the the uh the lounge at the airport because well, I was going to say, we do have a flight sometime tomorrow around noontime, uh, uh, Phoenix Down time, time. Yeah. To, to fly to uh, to uh, lovely Las Vegas uh, tomorrow. So perhaps we can do it from the airport with their shaky Wi-Fi, or, or maybe we could do it a little later at poolside. Well, that's the thing. So Wednesday, please know, Wednesday is going to be a very special yeah, Brad broadcast here on the Rain Zach channel. Reason being, we'll probably be at a pool in Vegas. Doing a stream, really concerned to swimming, see. swimming pool. I am like very hopeful that people just walk over to us and are like, "You guys are like famous?" We're like, "No, not at all." But join us. We're live on TV. Yeah, like live on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I my guess is just a suspicion. It's supposed to be about like 46, 47 degrees in Vegas on on Wednesday. Uh, there won't be a lot of people wandering <laughs> the pool area, and and anybody that is is going to be looking at us like we're nuts. <laughs> This is very true. Anyway, yeah. join us on Wednesday. Join us tomorrow. We'll be back again. We'll share the yeah. daily news. Thursday, we won't be able to be on because we'll be flying back to Bethesda. I don't know, man. Well, maybe. Maybe do we can do the, it from the plane. We'll do it from the plane. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure nobody would mind that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. Goodbye, all. See you tomorrow. 
join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.